Is mainstream school failing your kids? The pandemic, with all the changes to schooling and daily life, is a moment of opportunity to rethink the educational path that works best for you and for your kids. So the question is, how can we as parents find alternative solutions that aren't necessarily having to do it all ourselves or pay for programs that we can't afford? I'm Jerry Kirk. And I'm Graham Kirk. Join us as we talk with families thriving on their own path. We shared practical tips, wins, and challenges they've been through to help you on yours. We interview educational experts and parent entrepreneurs with education solutions for the modern age. So parents wanting a better alternative can make confident, informed choices. Welcome to the Modern Education Movement Podcast. You're ready for change. And so are we. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Modern Education Movement Podcast. You're with me, the host, Jerry Kirk. And today we turn our attention to children in their younger years. Now, I'm really excited because my guest today is on a mission to help women create successful preschools, not daycares, so they can stay home with their kids, create a consistent income, and ultimately make a difference in children's lives. And, you know, she was once there too. After becoming a single mother overnight, Joy Anderson had to figure out how she was going to create this full-time income while also caring for her three young children. She was committed to staying home with them, and she refused to put them in a daycare, or even worse, perhaps, start a daycare. So that's when she discovered a third option, preschool, and started one in her home instead. Now, from those humble beginnings, she quickly grew that into multiple locations where she taught over 1,000 students and over time made $1.75 million before finally selling it. Super success story. Now, Joy realized this preschool business model also had the potential to bless millions of other mothers' lives. So she set out on a mission to share this message. As the founder and CEO of Preschool System, she's helped thousands of women create successful preschools. And she won't stop until every woman in the world knows that there is a third option to childcare that they too can start a preschool, they can stay home with their kids, and create incredible wealth for their family. Joy, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah, we've been chatting about this for a little while, but uh, life is always on fire for you. How are you doing right now? (laughs) We're doing great. We just launched our own podcast, which we're super excited about. It's called Preschool All-Stars. And so, yeah, we are reaching women everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, you're totally on your mission. We were chatting back in October and you're in the middle of a launch and then you've launched this part two and you're getting on YouTube. So yeah, super exciting to see what's happening for you. Thank you. Yeah. So my kids are a bit older and I've never, um, we did uh, homeschooling and whatnot. So we never had to think about daycare versus preschool. So my first curious question is, what's the difference between a daycare and a preschool? I'm sure others are wondering the same. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, as moms, when we want to stay home with our kids, but we have to create more money into the budget, as moms, we all talk about this and we're like, oh, well, then just go start a daycare because it's like the fastest, easiest way for people to make money in their home still with their kids. But the truth is is that people don't realize what that actually means. When you start a daycare, you're going to be working for 12 hour days. So people will drop off their kids at 7 a.m., they'll pick them back up at 7 p.m. or 6 to 6. They're there the entire day. You don't get a break. Nobody gets to tag you off and say, okay, you know, go like, I'm up, you know, you go take your break. Nobody, there's no break. (laughs) So it's exhausting days. 
And then of course, you've got all the age ranges. You've got the babies all the way up to the school age, the diapers, just everything. And, and truly these moms are not being supported in these home daycares. And so when I became a single mom overnight to my three young kids, I had been a stay at home mom for the eight years before that. And I was like, there is no way I cannot leave them. Like I, my place has always been in the home with them. I always want to stay in the home with them. But the idea of doing 12 hours with my children at home with all the other kids, like it just was too much. It's kind of like you're at home with the kids, but not at home with the kids, really. (laughs) Well, you are sharing your time. They are trying to like beg for your time. And of course, you're just being exhausted because you get no break. Like it doesn't matter if the kids go to naps. It's not like you can take a nap, right? Like (laughs) you still got to stay awake. (laughs) So, So instead, I was like, that is not an option for me. And I had to think of a different way. I didn't want to put them in daycare, go get a job. I was always my mother in my home. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, I had this epiphany about this idea of a preschool where I did everything the opposite of daycare. So instead of 12 hour days, I only taught preschool classes for two and a half hours, then they would go home. And instead of all ages and the babies and the diapers, I would only take children ages three to five, right? And so it was like completely different. Wait a sec, this can work. So we weren't serving the childcare market, people who needed full-time care, because that didn't make sense, right? To go put your kid to daycare, get off work, take them to preschool, take them back. That just doesn't make sense. And so we were saying, that's not our target market. We're not going to serve them. Let's serve the stay-at-home moms who don't want to school their kids, but they know they have to get them ready for kindergarten. And I'll do that for you. So that's what preschool is, completely opposite of daycare. Fascinating. So is this just something you came up on your own or how did you birth this idea? I mean, it's- absolutely. So <laughs> nobody was teaching this 12 years ago. And in fact, I always referenced this to me was an inspiration from just a memory that I had. So when I was becoming that single mom, it was this one experience where oh, <laughs> my eight year marriage had just crumbled in front of me. And one night late at night, I just had the realization that joy this is your life and it will not change. And it was like, oh my gosh, I had always thought for so long that something would change, things would get better, but I had the realization it wasn't going to change. And so I took my kids to the park because I knew that I was going to leave the next morning and take my kids and leave my marriage. But I took my kids to the park that night because I wanted to give them one last opportunity to just be a kid. So I'm sitting on the park bench watching my kids play. And of course, this weight is just filling me up with like, how are you going to support them? Like you haven't had a job in eight years. You have no resume, right? And I was always confused about like, I don't want to start daycare. I don't want to get a job. What in the world am I supposed to do? And I was blessed with a memory. And it was this memory of when I had taught co-op preschool, which is nothing. It truly is just gathering a bunch of neighborhood kids together and playing with them and teaching them can preschool (laughs) for a couple hours. (laughs) And then they would go home and then we would rotate homes. So like my kids would go to another mom's home for the next week and so on and so forth. But this memory was this, it was, do you remember how the other moms kind of got burned out and didn't want to teach on their weeks anymore? And they kept Mm. being like, oh, my kids are sick. Joy, can you teach? (laughs) I was loving it, but I was like, this is an opportunity. They didn't want to teach. They still wanted their kid to be ready for school. I love to teach. What if I charged tuition? And it was like, hello, light bulb moment, like this can work. And it started filling me up with hope. And I just, I went home that night with full faith and hope that like we could figure this out. Wow. Talk about uh, divine timing. 
Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you already identified there was a market there already because you had that experience. And mm-hmm. and then it grew from there, as you said, in your yeah. bio from one place to several places. So wow. So it's interesting to talk about that now, right? In where we are now with the pandemic and, and whatnot. And I mean, the strains on those moms are more than ever. And so actually, I guess on that note, so with the preschool again, so as you said, it's a set amount of time, like maybe two to three hours and just focusing on a certain age group. So mm-hmm. in that situation that in a, with the pandemic right now, how has that changed things for preschool? Absolutely. So back in March, when everything was shutting down, the world was shutting down, daycares shut down, except for caring for essential workers, children, right? But of course we're not daycare, but schools shut down and likewise preschools shut down. So unless you were caring for essential workers, children, you couldn't operate. And so our every preschool that I had helped build over the past 11 years, because I help women start preschools as well. So every preschool that I helped build got shut down, like immediately. We got right to work and we're like, let's start online preschool. And I got everybody back up and running within one week. They took all their local students and they said, we're going online. And because they didn't need childcare, right? It was just, how can we help your kid get ready for kindergarten? Have fun, make friends. So we'll join you online. Here's our Zoom link. And we got everybody all, it's a little bit nerve wracking. How do you teach preschool online to little children, little ages three to fives and keep their attention and keep them excited? And of course you don't do two and a half hours. You can size it to just 30 minute live classes. But then gotcha. you can also do pre-recorded classes. So, you know, then our teachers were spending their night doing a cute little pre-recorded class, sending that link to the parents so they could view it in the morning with their kiddos and then joining together as a class on the live Zooms. So that was great. We all of a sudden, we immediately went back onto online. But what was crazy, Jerry, was that all of a sudden, people who had never been able to create a local preschool because of licensing or their house or whatever purposes, or they were just never took that leap. We gave them this opportunity to create an online preschool. And now all of a sudden, the market just was so rich and needed this that people left and right were able to start their online preschools like that within one to two weeks. They had paying students and they had never created a preschool before. Wow. Yeah. Because that's a great example of turning challenge into opportunity, right? That surge of demand, like everyone's desperately trying to find a solution where there is none right and just filling in that space so now there's a lot of these preschools then who have kids from like wherever then absolutely yeah we have uh, one of our mothers is kristen smith who runs la casa bilingual online preschool she has kids in puerto rico right and she's now teaching not only english speakers how to learn spanish with preschool she's also teaching spanish speakers how to learn english and so, so the cool. world is just wide open And we are no longer bound by our communities of who we can serve, but we can serve the entire world. Yeah, that's amazing. And really offering a new service that wouldn't be possible otherwise. Yes. That is really awesome. So just kind of curious then. So what's kind of the ideal parent, I guess, particularly it's moms starting these. Imagine there might be a few dads too, but what's what's typical mom that you would say, like the ideal mom for starting a, a preschool? Okay, absolutely. Truly, it's someone who is loving to kids, right? Obviously. (laughs) And is ready to learn and grow. They do not have to have a degree. They don't have to have experience. Because guess what? I didn't have those things. I am the poster child 
for showing you that you do not have to have this. And the thousands of moms that I've helped, they don't have a degree or experience either because that's the great thing about the online space. We can learn, we can be taught as long as you are teachable, I can show you how to do this and become an amazing, phenomenal preschool teacher and owner, even business owner, right? These women have never created businesses before. So truly it's someone who just has a passion for children, for loving children, teaching children, but truly wants to stay home with their kids or just find that other outlet for herself that she's been going through life, but isn't fulfilling her true calling, which perhaps is teaching. Mm, Fantastic. And you're saying too, that it doesn't take really that long to get up and running, right? (laughs) This is crazy. Okay. This is crazy. We just had this crazy idea in October to do a seven day challenge. And I had this one little script I wanted to test out. I was like, I bet if you guys posted this on your Facebook profile with having never set up anything with your business, like literally just out of nowhere within a couple days here, you could post this one post on your Facebook profile. I bet you're going to get signups. And it's been absolutely insane. We have a 75% conversion right now of when people post this one post, no money, no advertising, no talking to people face-to-face, a couple social media graphics. That's it. They teach you how to create that at one post. And it's like, people sign up left and right because we've taken the entire fear out of the equation. We just say, just one post, just do once, okay? And then walk away. (laughs) Just let it do its thing. Wow. But we're getting people to have at least their first sign up, if not more. And this is happening within days, Jerry. So then what's happening is they're coming to me immediately after like, oh my gosh, people are signing (laughs) up. I'm getting payments, but like, I don't even know how to teach preschool. I'm like, I got you. I got you. Come over here. I'll come teach you how to set up your business and teach preschool. Awesome. Yeah. That takes so much of the, I mean, in some ways it creates the stress, but it takes the stress out of like, will this work? Right. Like you're validated right away. You've got revenue about to come in. Now it's just Put, just following the steps, which yeah. has been done thousands of times before. Mm-hmm. There's a way to do it, obviously, with the pandemic. So kind of rewriting some of those that script. But yeah. yeah, really, often the hardest part is finding those those enrollments. Well, and what's funny is I don't think it's the hardest part is to find the enrollments because they're out there. The hardest part that I've realized for moms is to overcome their own fear to put themselves out there and to either have rejection or mm. success because they're like, If they put themselves out there, they have opened now the door for people to like them or to say negative things or perhaps to say, I love this. Let's go. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, it's real. And I have to follow through. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Careful what you ask for. Right. Right. Okay. well, what kind of costs are involved in running a preschool? If we go bare, bare bones and bare minimum, I'm going to bring this back to when I started I started my preschool with four posters on the wall that I got from Dollar Tree. I had no clue what it meant to teach preschool, but I was willing to learn. I was teachable and I figured it out. And I did, of course, improve my preschool very quickly (laughs) once we got started. But I did. I went to Dollar Tree. I'm like, what do kids need to learn? Letters, numbers, colors and shapes. And I got four posters at Dollar Tree and I stuck them on my wall and I called it a preschool. And I brought my preschool families into the home. I told them about what we were going to do. And of course, with a great personality and just truly being showing that you care about these children, that you're going to learn how to teach them and stuff like that. I don't know. It just worked out. But then you reinvest all your registration fees into your preschool and you go get all the materials you need. (laughs) But I did like moms can start right now with just their own homes. 
So if you're doing local preschool, you can start with your kitchen table and your living room, like you, and maybe some of your kids' toys, right? And then you can use your registration fees to go buy more materials before your preschool even starts, which is really, really great. If you're doing online, all you truly need is a laptop or some kind of electronic device to run Zoom or record videos, which you can do on a phone or computer and internet and a wall. We say a wall just, and I've kind of <laughs> given an example here, but you know, right. something bright and colorful in the background that will stop the scroll when you're posting videos or images onto your Facebook feed so that it'll stop, stop the scroll and people will be like, oh, what's this? That will help with social media marketing. Uh, but other, you know, costs, there's just a couple random business costs here and there, a couple hundred bucks. But truly, I'm a proponent to let's get you making money within the first month. Like, I'm not that kind of person that's like, all right, let's invest $10,000 in a franchise or 30 or whatever. And let's, you know, three years from now, we'll be profitable. No, because when I was that single mom, I needed money that month to pay my mortgage. And so I started bare bones and I'm going to teach you how to start bare bones. And you will be able to be profitable within that month, which is amazing, right? Like no business does that. Yeah, that's for the right kind of person, right? Who, like you mentioned before, who wants to be at home with their, their kids, has a passion for kids and wants to support them and create that financial independence. It sounds like an amazing option. Yes. So I'd like to flip over to the other side for a moment. And let's say people listening right now, like a lot of listeners are looking for solutions. So maybe they're hearing about, oh, preschool. Wow, that sounds really awesome. And maybe they're interested in going to a, a preschool, perhaps one that you've helped get started. Sure. A couple of things I'm curious about is one is how does one determine like the quality or what are some things that you do to ensure that there's a high standard of deliverability? Love that. That is such a good question because especially some people could be listening and be like, well, you don't need experience. You don't need a degree. Like who are these people <laughs> teaching my kids? Who makes them qualified? Okay. Let me be clear, friends. Here's the four requirements to start a preschool, and this will help guide you into knowing what the standard of care is on the other side, okay? Number one, loving to children. Number two, committed to following and learning the NIAC principles. So that's N-A-E-Y-C, their guidelines for developmentally appropriate practice. They're like the gold standard, okay? So we're gonna learn all those things. Then we're going to follow my teachings, and then we're not gonna give up. That's who I work with, right? So then if we're looking at what are the things that make us qualified and such like that, we are learning all of those developmentally appropriate practices online. We can learn them online, right? And then we can implement them in our classrooms. So the great thing is, is I always tell our preschool owners, you need to do more than just preschool. Like, yes, you need to have a fantastic preschool foundation and we give you the curriculum and everything to teach so that you know what to teach. That's the thing. A lot of us aren't teachers or how to teach, right? But we teach you how to teach, what to teach, all that great stuff. So you have the foundation of preschool. Great. But like, we need to go above that. We need to become the premier preschool, either online or in our communities by offering more than just preschool. So creating like an amazing family community where we give amazing free field trips or free family events, carnivals, Christmas parties, graduations, giving away free swag, t-shirts, graduation portfolios, like all these things that we can add value into their experience. That's what I teach. So it's not just like, yeah, stick with the four posters, friends, figure it out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's where I started, but we evolved from there. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. And is there stuff within your program itself that kind of like measure and, and assess the levels of the preschool? Yes, absolutely. And so with any program with preschool, you do need to do assessment. You need to know how your kiddos, where did they start and where are they finishing, right? And so, yeah, we've got assessment tools and all this amazing stuff in the curriculum. And that's the thing is when you find your program, what I want you to look for is I want you to look for 
the care of the provider first off, the care of the teacher, like that beyond a degree or experience will matter more in the long term. Okay. Because even if you have a degree or experience, it doesn't mean that you're fit to teach kids. And I think we've all seen a teacher or two in the classroom that probably shouldn't be there. Right. So that's an interesting point. So what to you is like the ultimate success when it comes to a child journeying through preschool? Where do you hope for them to end up through that experience? I love that. I actually was just talking to Greg Smedley Warren, who is the owner of the kindergarten smorgasbord. He is a kindergarten teacher. He has gone, he's done his obviously in the public school. And then he's just been teaching virtual now for the past five months. I said, Greg, what are you hoping that our preschoolers learn before they hit your kindergarten classroom? And he said, you know what? And I've had this told by other people too, is we want to make sure they know how to listen. We want to make sure that they have enough self-help skills to help them so that the teacher isn't doing everything for them. Right. But truly, and just gaining the attention spans and things like that. But we're not talking about like, oh, I want your preschoolers to read before they hit kindergarten. I want your preschoolers to count to 20 before they hit kindergarten to know every letter, right? And a preschool teachers would say, that's what we work on. <laughs> we work on our letters, our numbers, everything. We want to give them the strongest skills and foundation for pre-reading success. But you've got the social skills. We want to make sure they know how to talk to people, how to make friends, how to handle their emotions, like the emotional skills, like all these, the entire foundation of a child. That's what we work on in preschool. So when I see what is the goal for a child when they leave preschool, I go back to one of my stories from when I was teaching preschool and this beautiful little girl came into our preschool program so shy. And there's so many of these that come in this way, just right there by mom clinging and separation anxiety and doesn't talk to anybody. And through her growth of that preschool year, coming out of her shell, talking, making friends, confidently moving through life. I couldn't ask for a better experience. That's what I hope for these kiddos. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's such a young age. There's so much change going on. And yeah, it's really about, I really like that. It's really about the whole person. I mean, even with academics, right? Kids learn at different paces, different ways. So just to focus on that whole person is so valuable. Yes. I can't think of anything else. I think we've covered pretty much everything I had. Is there anything else, Joy, that you'd like to share with our listeners today as we wrap up? Yeah, I would just love to invite you if this is something that you're interested in. I've got a free book. It's You can just go to freepreschoolbook.com and go get that over there. It'll help you learn how to start a preschool locally or online. And it's my gift to you. <laughs> That's fantastic. And you know, just through this interview, it's interesting. I'm thinking of people I know that I think would be a great fit for your program. So I'll definitely be, be sending that way to check out that book. And who knows, maybe join the preschool revolution. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much, Joy, for what you're doing for families, for moms, for kids. It's so needed in this world. And I'm so excited for your mission and can't wait to see more preschools in a place near you for those listening out there. Love it. Thanks so much.